0: Welcome everyone to the Last Video Store Clerks podcast with Frank and Scott.
1: The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never
0: end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the Last Video Store Clerks. (laughs) Did you watch The Fucking Last of Us? No. Jesus Christ, you're not going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I bet you $100 you're not going to
1: watch no, it. Oh, no, like, I'll watch <laughs> it. There just has to be, like, the right time. Yeah, not going to watch it. No, dude, that, I mean, it's, it's going to be a good one. It's Don't the mean. most popular show on television. Do you know what happened this week? It's yeah, just On the, the Last of Us? Yes, I do. No. Okay, <laughs> I know what happened with me not watching anything. You said you
0: were going to be alone on Saturday and Sunday. I gamed it the fuck up. Oh, all right. I was not alone. Right. No,
1: wait, was that this week? Well, you said you were gonna be just you and the kid. So that's what happened. I didn't have like time when she went to sleep. I gamed it, but that's exactly what happened yesterday. I'm lost in time, man. I don't know when what's going on, but you know, not only do I watch a lot of movies and TV shows, but I game it. You know, we both game it quite a bit.
0: I'm a a streak person. Like I always watch TV and. I always read a little bit, mm-hmm. but sometimes I read a lot.
1: And then sometimes I play video games nonstop. Well, as much as I play video games, I've never like dropped a bigger amount of money on like an older game. But there's a game I've been looking for for two years, and I've kept my eye on it. Was it The Last of Us? No. <laughs> I don't have a PlayStation. <laughs> um, I just thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> Blitz the League 2. Oh,
0: yeah. The football game where you can...
1: Give them steroids? Yes. Yes. I've talked about it before. I got it. Found out that the Xbox Series X is not backwards compatible. They, they lie. And that the one also may have had a problem, so I dug an Xbox 360 out of a box. It took a little bit of warming up, but it came on, and I played an Xbox 360 game on an 11-year-old system in the game that came out about 14 years ago. Well, I watched The Last of Us.
0: Oh, and I uh, also I watched that 90s show.
1: Oh, you did watch that '90s show. That's... It was good,
0: dude. They did a good job. I recommend watching an episode or two of that '70s show yeah. at first. I didn't, and so it took me a minute to get reacclimated mm-hmm. to
1: the sitcom. Well, how are Red and Kitty doing? Do you remember that '80s show? I did not watch it. It was fucking terrible, dude. So I think that's what I, I was a '70s show kid. Like that came out of eighth grade, our freshman year, something like that. For sure. That's when you were still watching stuff with you know your mom at home. So excited about that 80s show whenever that was. Watched one, and I said, fuck that. Well, it turns out the special sauce is Red and Kitty.
0: They're what made the show good. Because 50% of the show is about Red and Kitty. They're always the B-plot. Always. So they weren't in that 80s show.
1: No. I don't even re- i I don't remember No, it wasn't one the same cast. At all. And
0: it, it was at the same time. They were like three seasons deep in that 70s show. And they were like, we got a hit. We got to make another one classic like that's the same as like with the last of us there's gonna be a bunch of video game movies that fucking suck <laughs> because this is killing and it's because that video game had a story an excellent story most video games do not God of war
1: show it's gonna be terrible there's no fucking story <laughs> <laughs> i forgot that was that was like
0: yeah fallout tv show not gonna be good uh goggins is in it actually so maybe it will be good i like that guy he's got big crazy teeth
1: uh anything you're seeing any similarities game versus show it's exactly the same there's a
0: little bit more about how everything goes down Mm -hmm. but pedro pascal is fucking killing it i didn't think someone else could play joel it's like line for line shot for shot some of the sets are like straight out of the game uh, I've seen those comparisons online. Literally everything that happened in the last episode happens beat for beat in the game, except for one little thing. Mm-hmm. And I understand why they did that. It was to change a world mechanic that wouldn't work in a TV show. Mm. I fucking love it. It's I'm one a- of my favorite stories ever. I'm gonna have to check that one out sometime. Yeah, you never will. <laughs> <laughs> and then Violent Night was my other my the only like movie I watched, which was weird to watch not at Christmas. Because it was more of a Christmas movie than uh, an action movie, I felt.
1: And so, and again, the parallels, you're seeing
0: Die Hard in this? Dude, it is Die Hard. The little girl is the dad from Family Matters. (laughs) She's on the walkie-talkie with Santa Claus. And he just, like, is dropping out presents. He gets stuck in the thing. Bruce Willis is, like, trying to push his toes into the carpet after that flight. (laughs) Trying to relax a little bit because his life is in shambles. And he flew all the way across the country same shit with santa claus there were other tropes in it but at its core it was die hard okay note for note even had some die hard too in it with those dudes in the snow
1: special forces yeah yeah there's a well, little true lies there too i mean basically any movie special forces in the snow living daylights timothy dalton Sorry. Bond movie. That was just the first one. I was one like, I you kept... didn't
0: lead with like that it was a Bond movie, and I was like, did I need to go? Daylights. Up. Oh right. Dun to dun
1: dun. I actually I like that one quite a bit. So I I grew up with those. I thought that was the only James Bond was Timothy Dalton. Oh really? Living Sean Death Connery Deadlights was and... my first. What was that movie with Richard Greco? Was that also License to Kill?
0: I remember License to Drive with the, the Corys. The Corys. Oh yeah, that's and do you know who the girl was? I know her name was Mercedes because they make that joke like that they fit a Mercedes inside the. It's Heather Graham. Oh, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) totally
1: is. (laughs) Timothy Dalton, The Living Daylights. Oh my God, those were the good ones though. Those were on H E H H E B. Those were on HBO (laughs) from From Russia with Love. Still my favorite. Oh, John Travolta. No, that's Saturday Night Fever. Ah, no, no, that one, that remake. What was it? Oh, from Paris with love was that oh that was from Paris okay love. it was a bad it was honestly a don't even remember it John Travolta's making some fucking crap he was
0: good in that OJ show though
1: the one on FX uh Cuba right Cuba Cuba. Yeah. Cuba radio so what I'm doing right now is I have to know the title of this Richard Greco movie that I can't tell you how many times I watched when I was little oh if looks could kill speaking of 90s movies that I watched on HBO and Skin um, Richard Greco, If Looks Could Kill 1991. It always reminded me of James Bond. I think there was a character very similar to Q. They were on like a European vacation and he got mistaken for a spy. I do remember that. Something about a scorpion. I want to say there were like scorpions used to kill in that movie. Yeah, sorry. So weird. That one came out. We just started talking about that. And
0: I... I'd like to bring up one more thing. Hmm. Avatar has been nominated for Best Picture. hmm But James Cameron has been nominated for shit. is that a formality you think that's a formality because it made the most money they were like well i mean they have to well i saw this little everything else is nominated in every category is what i'm saying except for
1: that one (laughs) are you like just saying just saying just saying okay just saying i did see a tiktok this guy was like don't you love how we really support these movies like fighting corporate greed and then they just come right back at you with that corporate greed. And it's like how you know, Avatar's now crossed the two billion threshold worldwide. And you know, you're just like, Yeah, fight the man, fight the man. So let's go out and buy all their shit. And it's he started... literally
0: what the fucking movie is about, too. Yeah.
1: And so he starts going through all the different merchandise that's come out for Avatar too. <laughs> Just a bunch of, like, Snapchat filters and shit. Well, what I really loved about it was he started making a comparison. He's like, yeah, and then Wally, you know, like, we don't live sustainable lifestyles. You know, we're going to kill the planet. All the resources are going to be used. But be sure to go out and buy that Wally Lego set. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, this guy's getting a follow. <laughs> Do you, what's that guy's name? I'll have to look it up. Oh, bummer. Today was the first day I saw anything that he did, and I was like, oh, my God, you are just words in my mouth um he was loading me up man i was like this is just what i needed
0: yeah but cameron and spielberg man they they send the fruit baskets lots of the fruit baskets and uh they were like yeah we'll nominate it for best picture it did make a lot of money but not getting best director motherfucker (laughs) but you know who is the Mm. fucking daniels the
1: daniels yeah they don't like being called the daniels they just want to be daniels you know i was explaining to someone that situation I made sure to say Daniels. It's hard. It's hard for me. Because you want to say... And, and getting older, you want to say the before a lot of things? The Twitter?
0: I don't want to say that.
1: The Netflix? It was on the Netflix.
0: <laughs> I've been trying to seed in my father-in-law's head. He says dot .com a lot after things <laughs> because it annoys <laughs> Kelly's mom. But uh, I've been trying to be like, hashtag this, and try to like seed it into his vocabulary. <laughs> I've been working on it for like six months. It's not sticking.
1: So you're like, like you're sitting there having a good time. You're like hashtag chilling. Yeah. (laughs) I think I have to be more overt about it and be like, just say this to Kelly. It'll drive her crazy. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Sorry. I'm looking at the cast of if looks could kill dude. I still hope for the
0: Academy Awards of all things I do hope that Everything Everywhere All at Once wins. But more than anything, I want Key to win another Best Supporting Actor. I like watching that man accept awards.
1: I know. Like I said, I'm boycotting award shows, not for normal reasons, just for my own reasons. And his speech, though, you know, they, they do the little, they edit it, they put some music behind it, and they hype it up, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh,
0: that's so I also nice. think that if uh, Steven Spielberg loses everything to that movie, I think he'd do it real graciously, because he'd be like, I still made this. Yeah. And, I mean, that movie has Paul Dono in it. Who's in the movie we're
1: doing today? Paul Dono. I had to look at the older stuff from when he was a kid, and I was like Little Miss Sunshine. That's the one where I first noticed his face. Same. He's got one of those faces. Now he's the fucking Riddler. Yeah, not quite like the face from uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer Kid, who's coming up in a lot of shit. He's also in this one that Netflix keeps pushing on me. I don't remember the name, but it's like two Australian, New Zealand thugs that get caught up in some shit. I want to say it's in Australia. I'm interested. I want to watch it. I want to watch it. God, I don't remember the name of that one either. I'm really fucking swinging and missing tonight. Hey, why don't you tell us a little bit about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad
0: we watched this this time. I wanted you to watch this because I just while I was watching it, I pictured you watching it and it made me really happy. Oh, I couldn't believe you hadn't seen it already,
1: man. Am I about to take a shit on your dinner plate? I was not feeling this movie. Oh really? No. I love this movie. Oh no. I love it. It was flipping all my wrong switches. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I yeah. I wanted I I kinda wanted to like it, but it was not hitting me. I'm you serious. I, you're just you're, looking at your while you're, me you're, with well, such you're grinning while you say that. And no, so I don't know if it's you're serious really, or not. I know because I knew that you were gonna feel this way. I almost gave you a heads up, but I wanted your reaction to be genuine. <laughs> you're just so stunned. I am. You're like, wait, you didn't fucking like this? I thought this, this was your kind of weird. No, nah, not mine. No. This one will I'll get into more of my feelings. And then I also want to make a disclaimer. Okay. (laughs) Stranded
0: on an island in the Pacific, about to hang himself, Hank Thompson befriends a dead body named Manny that washes up on the beach. Hank jet skis the farting Manny back to the mainland, but must traverse the wilderness back to civilization with the aid of Manny's arsenal of dead guy superpowers. Along the way, Hank teaches Manny what it means to live, building elaborate structures from trash and sticks they find in the woods and doing puppet shows. Swiss Army Man is either about friendship, love lying to yourself for all those things at once. But in the end, I'm not really sure it matters, and I think that's definitely the point. As the director said when they pitched the movie to the cast, the first fart makes you laugh, and the last fart makes
1: you cry. (laughs)
0: And I fucking love
1: that. That was a good one. Swiss Army Man was written and directed by the now Oscar-nominated Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, and stars Paul Dono as Hank, Daniel Radcliffe as Manny, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Sarah. Daniel Radcliffe has repeatedly stated that this is his favorite film he's ever made, and that he would gladly participate in any film that Daniel's made without so much as reading the script. A huge part of the film is entirely a cappella score by Andy Hull and Robert McDowell of Manchester Orchestra, and Hull appears in the film near the end as a cameraman. The guy with the beard. That was him? Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. I felt like he had the most feeling right there. like that was, That's who I was focused on, so that's weird that that was him. He was in the center of the shot for a
0: lot of that scene.
1: Yeah, that's the guy that I focused That's Okay, cool. Swiss Army Man was filmed in 22 days, primarily at Sequoia Park in Eureka, California, and Half Moon Bay, California, on a budget of $3 million, grossing just over $5 million worldwide. The film premiered at Sundance in June of 2016 and released in theaters in July of the same year.
0: And a lot of people walked
1: out of it about five minutes into the movie. Did they? Apparently. So, I watched it, but I think I know where they're coming from. There's this line. Oh. You want to hear something weird? Skirt.
0: Yes. Kelly loved this movie. Really? Yes. Wow. You didn't like it. I love it. Are you confused? Kelly thought it was great. And now you're confused. Now I'm very confused.
1: Okay. Were you in a weird mood or something? No. I really was. I was looking forward to it. I couldn't fucking wait to watch it. Because you know how many times I'd looked at it and I was like, oh the fuck and then you've 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 told me you've told me you've told me so here's the disclaimer somebody was talking to me you know i talk shit about critics and somebody who listened to like a couple of episodes was like hey you're like a critic man like how can you say that and i'm like no 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 what i was saying about critics was people throw in these fucking they they say things just for attention i feel like it's not a true representation of even how they feel about the movie people just want you to listen to their podcast they want you to fucking they want that clickbait they want you to fucking click on it with the fucking semi-obscure you know title on the article.
0: Yeah, if we wanted to do that, we would find somebody we never agreed with and put yeah. them on here to cause problems.
1: So to just to round make this, I we critique things, but I'm not doing it for shock value. This is how I feel about it. And I'm not trying to put this fucking tagline in your head of this is this fucking movie and fucking listen to this right fucking now because I'm going to be edgy about it.
0: Okay? I mean, it's okay. Anyone can have whatever opinion they exactly. want about anything I just and I'm not going to knock them for it. The shit I
1: like is... Mm-hmm. Not very specific, but I'm also super out there. See, I just, I wanted to clear the air in case somehow this little part ever came back to like, hey, didn't you rag on that fucking guy for saying, and it's like, there's a difference. And in my mind, there's a difference here. Was it when you were mad about that guy? Brian Lowry, (laughs) CNN. So, so, but this movie, there are going to be people who fucking love this movie. I get it. It's not a 50-50 rated movie, though. No. It is a hard seven. Yeah, what, 6.9, 6.... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a high six. Higher than that on the Rotten The People tomatoes. Spoke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I grazed that. That was different. Uh- <laughs> ASMR. Oh, I heard... Oh, there we go, I got one. Yeah, so this one. I think there's a line. <laughs> a line? Between quality... Mm. Ah, okay, here, I should have... I've been I've been mentally prepping in my head, but I didn't have something pre-planned, like exactly what to say. Well, the time is now. Sir. I know. Okay, look, there's a line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is this what is the steps of the line? Like that's what I'm saying. Is I like, know, I know when the just, line
1: is crossed. You know my brain. All the things that are bouncing around right also, now. You
0: have a fucking line? I I don't believe you.
1: There's this line between just quality, something unique, original, and just over the top to the point where you've lost me it too much oh simply put it, too much because at the same time i don't need full circle i never need full circle every now and then full circle makes me feel wholesome sheltered define full circle what do you mean by that in the context of this movie uh, beginning middle end there's a point and i mean there is it i'm not saying there's not a point that's what i'm saying this gets gray this gets gray but i'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and stick to my line here.
0: I think that this movie is about
1: the lies we tell ourselves and what you will end up believing Obviously this person's been through some you know trauma or put themselves in a position things you know me and my I came up with like three different movies while I was watching this one hoping that something of my three would come into play <laughs> um, it missed the mark with me interesting. I'm fascinated by it that. It completely fucking missed the mark with me. I was not tired when I watched this movie. Towards the end, I dozed off three times. It took me three different times to get through the last 23 minutes. And then after the movie, I was wide awake.
0: <laughs> Man, I was jazzed up, and then I watched another movie afterwards. And I almost didn't want to, because it. but I've seen this before. Mm-hmm. I saw this years ago. Honestly, it was because I was like, Mary
1: Elizabeth Winstead's
0: in that? And then I watched it. And, uh... For her to be in it in flashes
1: and then at the end.
0: <laughs> Five minutes total.
1: <laughs> is it really? hmm Okay.
0: I mean, whatever. I got what I I didn't know I was coming for. Because okay. this is what I like. I like absurd and I like to cross the line and it to not get fucking worked out.
1: That's my shit. But absurd crossing the line and not getting worked out is fine. Just this. At what point does somebody tell somebody don't make this? Well, I mean, they're indie they're not filmmakers. Going to. They
0: made this for three million dollars in twenty-two days. Yeah, and, and I'm all not saying... of the props in this movie are trash,
1: it... literally trash, literally trash, and sticks. It's little things like that. Let's talk about the play scenes. Just things get a little too elaborate for me at times for how chaotic it's supposed to be. I really like that
0: because when you get to the end of the movie mm-hmm. and you realize we haven't come as far as we thought we had. Oh, the clues were always there. Mm. Because at times, like I was like,
1: shouldn't you guys be walking? <laughs> Like, you should go. Was it not obvious to you, though, the, like the situation with him and her? It I, was. I knew what it, was they go- didn't.
0: Re- they didn't reveal it slowly, I don't think. Daniels had consciously made the decision to show nothing real in the flashbacks. Uh-huh. And then they were like, you know what? He needs to be on the bus. And so they put him sitting on the bus mm-hmm. and seeing her. They put a real moment in there. But well, it so was originally going to be way more madness than this.
1: I just didn't even think parts of it were cute. Any other time, uh, I, call d- <laughs> I called it uh, a de-compass. <laughs> I called it the northbound boner. I called it the de
0: Both are amazing. That and there are lines in this movie that just... Daniel Radcliffe's performance as a dead person blew me the fuck away. I thought it was great. kind of kind of...
1: What was that? Like, and he tells like,
0: him to stop talking like a retard. <laughs> and then he gets mad at himself for saying retard.
1: <laughs> no, that's, there were little things that I did like. It was good. And I like I said, I could see where they were going. Just as Hank, when I masturbate, I'm going to think about your mom. And side note, everyone should express themselves. This made Daniels happy. It made me happy. Yeah, it made people happy. Don't hold back. Just for me, wasn't feeling it was not feeling it, it was i still want
0: specifics much. about like what what it was that upset you about it yeah you know, or not upset you but you know what i mean like what put you off to it and what point did you start to feel like that five minutes in
1: really the jet ski dude that was it's. that's the cover of the movie it's too much <laughs> <laughs> it's just like wow okay cool so in my mind not like that's like not spectacular in its own right it's spectacular you know what I – especially when he gets comfy he, like, pulls down the pants, and it's, like, bare ass, and it's, like, oh, Pat, you know, nitrous. Um, that's Daniel Radcliffe's real ass, too. Was it? Uh-huh. Oh, Harry.
0: The only time it isn't his butt is when they come up out of the water. <laughs> when they fall the off the bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the stuntman butt. But that's the only stunt butt? They made a dummy for this movie mm-hmm. for Daniel Radcliffe to be – a tossed around tossed around weekend at bernie yeah also they've never seen weekend at bernie's really neither of them no. had seen that movie when they made this shut the fuck they up. they said it in an interview i watched a bunch of interviews for this and <sighs> uh like the making of the movie and stuff like that and uh i love the way these guys do special effects punk rock style
1: it's their approach and like what you showed me about everything everywhere all at once Fuck, that's awesome. That's
0: what I like better. I like practical effects. And I think that VFX are not going to age well.
1: They never do. No matter how
0: great we think they are right now or how good Unreal Engine is doing, that shit is going to look bad in 10 years. Mm. No matter what. I watched a clip of Avatar the other day on something. It looks like shit. The first one. Oh yeah, it looks terrible. I always watch it. You keep things fresh in your mind so they don't go bad like they do. When a lot of times when I revisit stuff with like visual effects from late '90s, early 2000s, mm. I'm horrified that I thought this looked good. Event Horizon. I mean, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. No, and that reminds. Me, I did watch something else this week that I didn't talk about because I had that thought. I was like, it. it, it does. I know though when things aren't as crisp, you know. When it doesn't age well, sometimes I'm freaked out by that. But
0: mm-hmm. like this movie and Everything Everywhere All at Once, they're going to look the same forever. They're mm-hmm. going to look like like a John Carpenter movie. The lightning may look a little bad now. And I'm not,
1: I liked uh, Daniel Radcliffe's smile while he was jet skiing. You know, like <laughs> it's just, there were awkward things. I want to be friends with that guy. I don't I know. I especially like that he's
0: like, this is my favorite movie I've ever made, uh-huh. and it's not a Harry Potter movie.
1: Well, so, and it's hard for me to like discuss my angle. When I'm gonna be like, well, this wasn't practical. Because if you say like, well, this wasn't practical in this movie, you're like, well, what the fuck was? You know what I mean? Was there stuff you did like about the movie? Like you're saying, the way that they do their stunts, their characters express their their human feelings. You know, like these are people in their movies. Like these are real people. Yeah, and there's a lot of heavy duty. I can like problems with parents. I so I, you know I say it as you know loosely as daddy issues, but I mean, let's the guy had daddy issues. Oh, for sure. Hank. K- Hank's character had daddy issues. You could feel it from the Well, when the he beginning.
0: gets mad about saying retarded, he's like, you sound like your
1: father. sound like your father. Exactly. So it's like, okay, they're showing you this. They want you to see this. That's, It's, it's out there. Blunt statement. But then, you know, like I said, and it's hard to put it in a practical sense because this movie is anything but practical. But I mean, you're out there surviving in the woods. That takes, you burn calories, man. Like, you don't have time to be well, out there.
0: Well, I mean, there. if you're looking for realism, this is a movie about a man who uses a dead body as a... I know,
1: but in this fantasy world where there's not actual magic to generate like a whole bus made of trash that your toy trash bus. I'm just like, how did that happen? Well, he's essentially a homeless man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he's a crazy guy. He's nuts. He's talking to a fucking dead body. I am touched by the fact that I still cared about their relationship despite knowing that it wasn't real.
1: I couldn't make the connection. Well, I think
0: the core of uh this movie was that I'm talking about farts. This movie was a one long fart joke that touched me. That because touched. it starts with a fart.
1: Mhm. Pretty funny fart, if you ask me. Apparently, lost on you. But <laughs> No, I mean the initial bubbling, the first bubble where he's listening on the chest and it moves down, I'm like, the, this okay, this is fucking weird. Like that's fine. An ass-propelled Daniel Radcliffe Decomposition gas propelled fart. To me, great in theory, but then just like, you know, I need a
0: snippet. Was it because you can't break a chain with a hood ornament? Is that what was the gap here with this movie?
1: Not even, because it's, like I said, you can't say it's not practical. It's just things that- it, It's were... absurd. It's, yeah. It's absurdism at its height. But- Which I would go so far as to say is my religion. But I mean, like, he's- I didn't even feel for Hank that much. Like, I did, but I didn't. I get it, and like I said, that's a great, you're showing us his emotion, what led him here. Like, you know, we kind of work through that as we go along. I think I cared about Manny a lot more than I cared about Hank. I would also like to
0: point out that his Hank—his name is Hank Thompson, which is Tom Hanks backwards, basically. <laughs> nice. I also like that this movie was super homoerotic.
1: Oh, yeah, like, oh, when he's carrying him on his back and he's like, which way, and he's like, Oh, and then he changes directions? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's his dick in his back.
0: Yeah, there's there's a certain level of uh, homoeroticism that I really appreciate as a straight man, <laughs> you know? I think Fight Club is super homoerotic. When they're in the bathtub, when one of them's taking a bath and the uh-huh. other one's, like, sitting next to the bathtub. Yeah. I mean, Chuck Palahniuk. There's going to be some homoerotic shit in there. The manliest fucking writer there is. <laughs> but I think that... So the fart conversation, mm-hmm. I think, is the core of it because Manny farts and Hank holds his farts in I've never heard your farts Hank mm-hmm. you know he, he says that to him multiple times and like he brings up things that are like a great shame to him uh, like <laughs> ma- like when uh, his mom says that like or his dad tells him that if he masturbates that it'll take years off his life mm-hmm. and his mom because she's dying she's like well if you masturbate enough maybe we'll be the same age when I pass away it's the little things like that that oh, fucking hit me in the
1: guts man but where's the substance?
0: Well, I think that <laughs> I, can, you can, I don't I don't I don't understand what you mean by that because I found a great deal of substance and nourishment. There's in the no story. direction.
1: there was not a lot of there was there wasn't a, there wasn't one direction. It, it bounced. It bounced so much like what's the point?
0: I mean, I still easily wrote down all the points of the story in a hero's journey as I was taking notes about this movie. I didn't miss one of them. All of the points of the story are there. All of the character journey is there. It just doesn't end happy. And it does end happy. Manny goes back out into the ocean, and everyone sees it, and there's the reaction. So maybe it was real the whole time, and you're left with that little bit of something else. I got a great deal of substance by, like, this sad man. Like, I don't know how he ended up here in these woods. How did he end up on the island? Mm Mm-hmm. Because you can go back and forth and be like, well, was he on the island or was it in his head? Obviously, he wasn't that far. He was probably in the woods right behind her house the whole time. I mean, that's what we're led to believe. But then at the same time, I'm interested in that. Like the story of a man that's that broken or that lonely. Because it's obviously like he has shit with his parents and he's in a great deal of denial about how fucked up he actually is. And but so it, that's where I found substance in the story. While
1: it is an indie movie, I mean, it's like an art piece without being an art piece. <laughs> I didn't feel like this was an artsy fartsy movie at all. You just said I arsy-fartsy. think this was.
0: I think this is the best. Substance. I know that
1: you couldn't even call it an. That you couldn't even call
0: it an art piece. That's what I'm saying. Close. The... I don't understand what you're saying though. You're saying you can call it an art piece, but that's to say that there's no story to this. And I think that there's a great deal of story, and it's about the friendship between a man and a dead body. But what's the point? I mean,
1: I mean, does everything have to say something, or can it it just be fun? It does, but I mean, but fun is—I don't know. You can come up with the most clever things that you want, the most absurd things you want, and you can throw them in a scramble, and it'll be good. But like, did you need to make that scramble? Yeah, man. Why not? It's
0: like the (laughs) it's the same thing when I was talking about fucking human cloning. Why the fuck not, dude? Let's do it. But even let's make some flipper babies.
1: Even. Well, okay, Duel, that was just tasteful. You've got the cloning, but we're not going to talk about the cloning. We're going to talk more about how she's fucking got these issues. Well, that's a good way to put that, is that Duel is
0: a movie that takes place so outside of the characters. Mm -hmm. You're watching this happen, and this movie takes place inside the character, inside Hank's mind. What makes me want to care about Hank? I can't tell you what should make you care about Hank, (laughs) but... I care about Hank because I think he's a broken man, and we're all we all have the potential to be that fucked up. And I promise you that we do.
1: Yeah, but I mean, we're
0: all one step away from standing outside some girl's house in the woods, but see, building I think that's little what I'm getting buses. To,
1: is that the fact that there? You know, you do like this movie. Kelly loved it. I ask. I just really, it just throws me off so much. And like I said, live your dreams. It throws me off too. Live your dreams, but. No, I mean, in my mind, could have gone without it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's fascinating. I know this is the most distaste that I've had for a movie since Witches in the Woods.
0: That's really weird because that's insane to me. Yeah, those two are not comparable because this is straight absurdism. What you were mad about at Witches in the Woods was inconsistency in the realism. <laughs> so, if you're going to compare those two. It is safe to say that because you couldn't explain what happened... Well, I think that's a little that simplified. I don't think was this a was a more... bunch of random shit, is what I'm saying. I thought every detail of the movie pulled into stuff. Also, I love this fucking soundtrack. And I love that there were so many Jurassic Park references and E.T. references. And I that. love
1: the Jurassic Park references and the other like theme songs and... Little things. Oh, there were there were a bunch of little things. I, don't, I didn't even get all those down.
0: But I also mm. think this movie, and I confirmed it by, I watched it in an interview. I was like, this almost feels like a romantic comedy. But at the beginning of it, it kind of reminded me of uh, the feeling of Never Cry Wolf. Mm. Came out early 80s. It was a Disney production. It was about a guy who goes and lives with wolves. And it almost feels like a nature documentary. But it's a mm. movie. Mm-mm. There's just almost no talking it.
1: Mm-mm. It was a good movie. He eats a lot of mice. Not the one where where uh, Daryl Hannah's a cavewoman. Clan of the, the Cave Bear, no, no. <laughs> <A> different movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this movie offended me. That's so weird. It offended me. What offended you about it? I'm going to keep poking you because we're here to talk about it. <laughs> I was even doing this cool little thing like all the uses he had. It's really hard to voice every single little issue that I had. And I'm so sorry. I'm nobody. Daniels, you just made a great movie. This one, I just, everybody's got to start somewhere. (laughs) Mm.
0: I thought this was brilliant. Every bit of it was brilliant. I think that the uh, thing, too, as far as like substance goes, it's all, and it was great fucking writing. Because when it comes down to, if you notice on the outline, the last thing I have on there about the movie is letting your farts go. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause he farts in the middle of like him Everything. trying to drag the dead body away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he says, but maybe everyone's a little bit ugly and maybe we're all just ugly, dying sacks of shit. Maybe all it'll take is one person to just be okay with that. And the whole world will be dancing and singing and farting and everyone will feel a little bit less alone. And I think that that is what the whole movie was about. This kid was filled with great shame. He was, uh, Repressed by his father and uh, it made him lose all of his confidence. Man, you'll end up fucking standing outside some woman who's married already's house making up a fucking whole
1: world in your head. I mean, we all make bad life decisions and some people get to this very low point and it's cool to explore the possibilities of, of that mind. What offends you about
0: this, though? Is it the story of Hank Scott, or is it the silliness? There's this line yeah, you keep saying that. That's just your. That's like a buzzword. That's like being like, oh um, yeah, like like you're a politician. It's the simplest way. I mean, it's
1: using some overly drawn metaphor too. And all day I've been thinking of the most ridiculous ass movies I've ever seen in my and, life. And because don't get me wrong, you know, it's okay that it didn't fucking resonate with you. Yeah, and like I said, if you want to support Daniels you want to check out something they did a little bit older, but not too old, 2016? This movie is brilliant, and you should watch it if you haven't seen oh, it. see, I just think that's such a... I also think that most of the people who would listen to this episode, they're going to have already seen it. I know. I oh. can be the bad guy in this, and I just, I, I don't know. If I had two phones, I'd put that number out there. I'd love to call and talk about it. I don't know. People get away with a lot when they're making movies. They get away with so much when they're making movies. There's so many. Well, it's things. their fucking movie. Yeah. nobody is like a grand overlord. I know. In being and like, nobody's sitting here like shoveling it down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. True story. But I get it. Like, you know, if you're listening and you have seen this, and you're like, oh, he doesn't get like, I get the movie. Believe me. I get what they said. I get what's going on there. I just have this like, it's, it, it makes me feel sick. Why? why did this yeah, have to why? be a thing
0: this is the homoeroticism
1: i'm not <laughs> <it> doesn't bother <laughs> me whatsoever <laughs> some of the shit that i've watched no um no no that's it's welcomed it's just i don't know maybe it maybe it was just the fart thing threw me off from the beginning maybe i'm just not a fart guy you and didn't realize that you signed up for a fart joke,
0: like no. a, a two hour long fart joke?
1: You know, and I'll say that, but there was much more to it than that. Just the, that was, that was like my sign five minutes in. And I think I'd made my decision before I even got into it. I don't know. It was just hard. It's hard to watch for me. <laughs>
0: it's so strange. Yeah. I mean, because we- you, I've, I've known you to like things that I'm like, that's fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. and
1: i i really thought you would like this movie no it's strange mm-hmm. it's weird you can see where i stopped in my notes <laughs> like i can tell you like at what point in the movie i was just watching and i was like make this happen for my brain and it didn't <laughs> and it didn't i don't know i mean there's no solid three words that i can give you like why i don't like it i mean it's just, what do you think was...
0: would have made it better I don't know. I just... Could you hear my stomach just now? I'm about to fart and drive us
1: right out of here. Do you hear mine? Mine's bubbling too because I just chugged this Frappuccino. I think it's because you're decomposing. Vanilla. You're my Manny. We're all decomposing. (laughs) We're
0: all going to fart or shit our pants when we die. (laughs) When you die, poop
1: leaves the butt. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There are so many things. But you need to tell me. I mean, it, okay, right the now depth, for, the depth, for this the moment is you keeping your farts from me. Frank. The depth, the transparency about the relationship with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Don't even know her character's name. What was it? Sarah. Sarah. I watch a lot of shit. So it's like, OK, if I if I find a plot point early, it happens. You know what I mean? Like I saw it. My bad. I didn't overthink it and make my own two to three movies. This I could see where a lot of that was going. The relationship with her. Fraud. Just he pictured it fuck, it's not just that I could see what was coming. It's that the randomness was shallow. That can be fun. It can be fun, but... I it's... think it was. <laughs> 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 and, you know, when you've got boner jokes and fart jokes and, God, when he was the water fountain, that, I mean, personally, it triggered an OCD thing. I'm like, it's going out of a dead guy's body? So this movie grossed you out. Which is
0: weird. I didn't find it gross at all. But I felt yeah, I'm, I'm not disgusted as by As deep anything. as it I, was. Buttholes, feet, I'm for
1: all of it. Well, as deep as it was, I feel like it wasn't that deep. I don't want things to be overtly deep. Well, you know? I don't want it to be overtly deep or blatantly transparent. But it's the balance. And when you have a shit crazy movie, I guess it's hard to find a balance. you got to go full throttle or fucking you fall short. But... I just, I, I keep wanting to do this with my hand. I like, <laughs> yeah, just launched it up into the air. Are you a Black Panther? No, Wakanda. Not that Black Panther. Oh, like the group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too pasty. <laughs> I just thought of fourth. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt your Black Panther meeting. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, everything, everywhere, all at once, really did something. It was a that oh, so good. This and I understand different movie and I get the draw. I get it. That's what I'm saying. I get it. It did not impress me.
0: This really tickled my pickle. i I liked it and that's fine. I am fans of these guys. I'll watch anything they do. I have a lot of faith in them. Life is fucking absurd. It's meaningless. You f- find meaning where you can. which was what everything everywhere all at once was about and I think that kind of that's what this was about too.
1: It is. It's, it's, you know, it's about the soul. Like I'm saying, I get it. I, I get- also
0: think that, like, if something's in your head, like, I often think about if I were nuts mm-hmm. and none of this shit was real, that that would be okay with me. Like, I get Joe Pants wanting to go back into the Matrix a little bit because I don't want to eat porridge on the Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-mm. And if you find meaning in your imaginary dead body friend that you drink water from his mouth, I'm for that, too. You know, why did he not, I guess Zion wasn't good enough for him either. <laughs> you got stuck with the Matrix part. Yeah,
1: because. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was just like.
0: I'm well, not... we didn't know Zion existed at that point. Joe did. Well, there's always a character that the Nebuchadnezzar... denies the reality. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. I mean, look at the fucking world today. Anytime you challenge people's bullies, they double down on the hard left or right now. Joe Pants is just the hero's journey version of that
1: yeah no no names but i mean yeah we live in a world where a guy got elected who lied about everything and he's still there he delivered that content he did and that is so fucked he lied about I mean, everything Joe
0: fucking boring as shit <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> i know today i'm like the u.s has agreed to send tanks to the ukraine so germany will send their tanks because apparently if us wasn't sending him germany wasn't going to send him either and i'm like let's just send them all the tanks and i mean it's not all the tanks 90 seconds to midnight on the doomsday clock (laughs) (laughs) let's just fucking point that out reach up there and move the arm move the hand you know what? it's all fucking meaningless
0: and i'm a pretty positive optimistic person Mm -hmm. but at the same time i want nothing more than the human race to fucking end I know. Right after me. <laughs> right after me. There you go. <laughs> because I'm still a human, so I'm selfish. Yeah, but I have a great distaste for the human race in general.
1: I know. I have friends that I love, family that I love, but everything going on around me, I'm like, I we're think gonna that lose we deserve
0: whatever the fuck we get.
1: Something. That's why recently I went back and watched "Don't Look Up" again. That's a perfect. Fucking example
0: eat. is Jennifer Lawrence's character in that movie. <laughs> in the face of the end of the world, you have to find meeting. There's a great book series called The Last Policeman, and huh. it's about a cop who becomes a homicide detective right when they find out that a comet is headed for Earth. You've so told me about this before. All he investigates is suicides, mm-hmm. and he finds one that he thinks is a murder, and everybody keeps telling him to stop doing it. I love shit like that. I like when people find when characters and things find meaning in weird shit yeah.
1: hey, weird little things was the murder a cover up because the world really wasn't going to end
0: i, I don't want to spoil the three book series for anyone but Fuck. i will say that it's the only thing i've ever seen that in the face of the apocalypse he dealt with amish people too and there is like they bring up like well what's up with the amish people right now well the comet is headed for earth <laughs> and that's something
1: <laughs> that really
0: like I was like yeah
1: did they build a fucking bomb shelter in like three hours? No they not fucking know man <laughs> they don't have fucking TVs but they have ways around it like they have machines that'll do things so they don't have to but they can use the machine yeah but
0: the end times are gonna come and the Amish ain't gonna know it's fucking coming and I thought that was really interesting
1: I pictured one of those S- uh, the Morse code machines from like World War II the TAPS
0: Morris code? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I I loved
0: everything about this movie. I love when he shaves with his teeth. I love when I the, had that on my list. I love when they go hunting and they're blowing shit's heads off. Well, maybe it's because I still I
1: want to talk about Riley Stearns more. <laughs> we will. Eventually we'll get to watch his
0: other fucking
1: movie. I want to watch I saw Mary Elizabeth Winstead, now we've just talked about faults and that you know, all that so much I'm like, oh, Riley Stearns. You should watch Kate. Her Netflix action movie? Oh yeah, it's. I'm going to. It's fucking great. Yeah, I'm going to. I really will. She's killer, and I think she picks good things. I just went through my queue and like got rid of the stuff I've watched, so I you know took took it down in size again, and then you know things have disappeared. So I'm like, oh fuck, I missed it. I wanted to watch Letter Kenny. I wanted to pick up Letter Kenny again. That's where I'm at. I need a little bit of comedy or something. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, ca- I can't convince you to
0: like the movie, but I know why I liked it. And I still don't understand I what you didn't like about it. I almost
1: want to hold meetings and do a little bit more, you know, just come up with some more examples. I want to hold meetings. You want a focus group to be able to tell you why you didn't like this movie. No. I want it almost to be like an AA situation where I want people to realize that this movie's not not what they need.
0: This movie was fucking amazing. Nah. I'm going to put it in the the top uh, top tier of movies that have come out in the last 10 years for me, for
1: sure. If you do that, Parasite's going to keep winning the the Best Picture. I loved fucking Parasite. I thought it was great. It's great, but it wasn't Best Picture. I think it was better than the movie you thought should have been Best Picture. The best movie that year was 1917.
0: I know people who fucking hate that
1: movie. Sam Mendes did an amazing fucking job on 1917.
0: I like Sam Mendes. I still think that Parasite was a fantastic movie. I thought it was a
1: great story. Uh, Funny. They promoted it as like a horror movie almost. Go back and watch some of those trailers if they're still around. I didn't really watch trailers for it. People told me it was good. I
0: liked that director. I liked Thirst a whole lot. Nobody fucking liked that one. Thirst, that sounds familiar. It's a vampire flick where he like lives in a leper colony and he gets bit by a vampire and he gets better all of a sudden. Oh, I never saw it. Same guy in every
1: movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking it really love is. Old Boy. Yeah, Josh Brolin did great.
0: Not that one. I know what you. Actually, he did do pretty good. He did.
1: It was good, but like the fight sequences were not the same. The OG did it way better.
0: Oh, the hammer scene, so much better, dude. When I first heard about
1: Old Boy, I was at Hollywood, and we had it at my store, and I was like, "How is this here? How is this here in Cedar Park?" But I'm hit or miss with that director.
0: Uh, The host, I fucking hated that shit.
1: The monster movie. Oh, yeah. Same director. Yeah.
0: Same guy too.
1: Yeah. No, this one lost me this one lost me and i don't think it should i don't think it should be on anyone's top tier well it's on mine so i'm gonna fucking burn it down dude <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna fucking buy a metal ladder and crawl to the top and pour gas on it and burn it the fuck down <laughs> <laughs> daniels everything everywhere all at once was an amazing movie
0: I think this was my favorite uh, man in a dead body movie. Hey, remember
1: in Idiocracy when like best picture was just the guy's butt? I would have given this best picture that year. So, this is like the butt movie in Idiocracy.
0: That's okay with me.
1: It's Sometimes the... you watch the butt movie. We've hit the bottom. Oh, we haven't found the bottom at all. You
0: think this movie was worse than Witches in the Woods?
1: Almost. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Witches in the Woods didn't get Daniel Radcliffe on board.
0: Witches in the Woods wasn't Daniel Radcliffe's favorite movie to ever make. And man, he makes some boring
1: shit. That's what I'm saying. He just needed out. But he was in Horns. I fucking love that shit. So I still haven't seen Horns. The movie's not as good as the book. The book is one of my favorite books. It's fine. Yeah.
0: It's good enough. Take the voiceover out of it. I think it'd be perfect.
1: (laughs) 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 No, honestly, that's my, my one gripe about that. Other than that, it's like it's a great. I've never movie. heard anybody talk about a voiceover in horns. You're the first one to talk about a voiceover. There's a voiceover. Doesn't it's not necessary. We uh, get it. It's happening on screen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like I know. I I think I know what it's about. I've talked to people about the movie. I've never heard about a voiceover, but that's.
0: Uh, so what did we decide for next week? Are we doing
1: incantation?
0: Incantation. So we're going found footage alley. It's Taiwanese. Yes. It looks scary as shit, man. I'm, I'm kind of freaked out. So
1: here's the thing. Tomorrow is going to be a shit day at work. I'm honestly thinking about going home and watching a horror movie straight from here. But I do have to be there at 7. So I'm kind of torn because I need to go to sleep. <laughs> but I feel like I can go home and kill it tonight. So I'm kind of like... I just... Did I tell you I've been kind of a little bitch and I can't watch horror movies at night by myself all the time? I think it's Parenthood. Really? Ah, Something. I don't well, know. Pray that never happens to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah, man. I mean, like I said, I talk shit about it, but that's my opinion. You don't have to keep
0: defending it. I'm not mad at you for not liking the movie.
1: I know. I just, somebody did bring up recently the. Sorry. I would
0: much rather the whole world think the things that I like are crap.
1: Well, I know. They made me feel bad about the Brian Lowry thing, too because he wasn't even the worst one you
0: should feel bad about that because there was some other thing you agreed with him shortly thereafter so i i'm sorry (laughs) brian lowry
1: no what gets me is i think it was one of those when you were talking about critics reviews for one of the movies and it was like did she even watch the same fucking movie i think i've just been a little on edge about people just trying to be fucking trending you know they're trying to fucking trend it up i get it oh my god i can't say that twice what, I get it? You've said it like
0: 500 times in I know, the last but about hour. two
1: different topics. I'm, like the movie, <laughs> fine, but I'm not going to talk about that chick who fucking critiqued a fucking movie that I don't even remember her name or what movie it was, but I was like, holy shit. Oh, Assassination Nation. Who the fuck she was writing or blogging Yeah, she for. was
0: like, she tried to fit her idea of yeah, what she perceived the movie early on as being, and then what it ended up being, she was like, I'm going to stick with my original thought. Yeah,
1: but it just made no sense. This, I feel, nobody should be denied their art. That's all I have to say.
0: My favorite kind of art has poop and pee and butts and farts. And
1: if I'm they, there for you, Daniels. If they did it right, I would have been down for it. I think they did it just right. You know, all kinds of things make me laugh.
0: Butt cheeks are like top five.
1: No, right now I'm fucking Luke Wilson in the theater. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> well, that makes me happy <laughs> I think what's really upsetting About the whole thing to me Is I do think that you're Holding in your farts And that's why you didn't like this movie
1: I've actually just started farting The last probably like three or four years Are we still going? Yeah, we're still going Oh, fuck, I thought we ended it When you were like, that makes me happy Or whatever We pro- I probably will, but... <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us for the last video store clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at last clerks, Instagram at the last video store clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatches